you're listening to the Taco Spirit Anime Cast. My name is Andrew, and I'm joined here with Chris. Yo! And we're from the TacoSpirit.com website, where you can go for all of our anime new and old. Great community, the form links to the top, social media links on the right side, and all that good stuff. And yes, today is a discussional podcast episode where we talk about the news that seems important to us, dive into our community, talk, answer some great questions from our community, community members, and then say goodbye. Anything interesting this week? Lots of things. It's been a very blah week for me. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Except for watching Aria finally and finishing that. It hasn't been didn't it hasn't been a very exciting week for me anyways. Yeah, not not much happened this week for me. Just Aria and Final Fantasy fourteen. <laughs> it's pretty much been my week. Anything to talk about at all before we get the news? We just jump right in the news. Might as well. Okay, let's jump right in the news because we have nothing important to talk about. Uh, we get a three day weekend. That's or I get a three day weekend, so that's great for me. So it's about the only thing I'm excited for is what I'm in currently. So yeah, let's dive in the news because nothing's happening. <laughs> uh, first, it we have uh, Teasing Master Takagi-san is now available to be enjoyed in VR. Are you excited, Chris? Yes. Do you are you ready to get a VR set? No. No. Oh well, I thought you were excited for it. Uh, but yes, uh, Kayak released. Karakai Jozu no Takagi-san VR1 Gaki, which is Teasing Master Takagi-san VR first semester. And uh, it's for Oculus Lift and PC via Steam. And apparently they're doing another one later. So cool stuff. If you love Takagi-san, you can enjoy, I guess, first-person VR perspective of her teasing you. Because apparently the ASMR stuff was not enough. You can now enjoy this. I wish. No, if you actually had it. So, I don't know. Maybe if they ever put uh, the Fate Go VR thing on PC, they probably have. Maybe I'll finally get VR. I don't know. I'm not sold on it yet. <laughs> Stuff like this does definitely push me in that direction, but I'm not quite sold on VR yet. Uh, let's see here. Key. Anaplex and PA Works hosted a live stream to announce the day I become a god anime project, which is going to be premiering in October. This course is being done by June Maida, uh, who is credited for the original work and as the scriptwriter. So, are you excited, Chris? I, I know that we have been burned the last two times, but can this be the one to finally reel it back to us? I don't know. I mean, technically, uh, Planetarium was was solid. Loved that anime adaptation. I'm there's only but, one uh, that I'm the only there's only really one that I'm not. I was ridiculously disappointed with, and we kind yeah. of think we know why the the problem with that show was so, director. <laughs> it, so it's 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 kind of like one of those. Yeah, I guess I I can kind of somewhere in my tiny heart kind of try and uh hype myself up a little bit manga looks cute yeah rewrite was a was kind of a trash fire for us didn't didn't enjoy it that much i mean i i definitely seen the potential there but i think that maybe because of the particular story arc that he was they were going with maybe wasn't a a very in-depth story arc that they should have gone with or maybe it was the fact that the director just did, I mean it, it felt like the the directing work on it was terrible and then you had 8-bit studio which was making CGI dinosaurs all over the place and it was like oh this is this looks bad um so it had just animation issues and it seemed like directing issues not so much that I mean the concept seemed interesting so I don't know that I can 
technically say it's their fault, but on the PA Works key slash June Midas side, we had Charlotte, which, yeah, I would actually enjoyed a lot of things about Charlotte. I think there was a lot of points in it that was kind of boring, but I think it wasn't a bad show. I think the, the ending part felt very rushed, and I think that's mainly because the the mid or so part seemed like it dragged on too much or something. But yeah, I'm I'm excited to see if they'll they'll bring back that love that I have for for Key and again we have Palantarium, but you get my point. But we'll see in October. <laughs> we will see in October. Um, like I said, the, the main girl looks cute. You can check out uh, uh, the uh, art and everything on it. They have it on their Kamisama underscore ch underscore ab Twitter. Uh, some exciting news. Nanambiori third season has revealed a January 2021 debut. So, finally. <laughs> Even though we, we technically have not seen the movie. Which I don't know what that's going on with that. I don't know if that's been released already. But yeah, the third season will be returning cast members and staff as well as Silverlink. But um, yeah, it's titled Nanambiori Nonstop. Exciting stuff. Yes. Yes. And it was odd because the repeat was kind of like a repeat of a time period, which just from different stories and different perspectives. Um, so it'll be interesting to see if they do another repeat or if they're going to do different stuff or forward forward stuff. I don't know. It'll be, be interesting to see. But cool stuff. Cool stuff. Looking forward to that one. More Renjay. Did I say January? Yeah, I said January. I'm I'm looking at the notes for the other one. I'm like, did I get the wrong date? Yes, yeah, January. So there you go. Cool stuff. Uh, School Live manga is getting a sequel starting in June. So for all of those people like me who are now completed with School Live, you can look forward to the the sequel they're doing apparently for it. So I I literally seen the title of this news article and said I really wanted. I'm afraid of what I might see if I click on the link and see what they're doing. It didn't really say much, just that it's a sequel. But um, I ran out and read the last volume through methods I didn't want to do, but they're taking too damn long to release it. I'll end up buying it anyways. I am going to buy it anyways because I can put my set, but I I didn't want to wait anymore because I was afraid of spoilers. So it was great. I, I, I plan on rereading through the entire School Live manga. And then hopefully doing a review on it, but I, I really enjoyed it. I actually did appreciate the fact that they, let me see how I can phrase this. They technically did the lolly powers thing, but they did it in a really cool way. Oh, yeah. Lolly powers. Mm-hmm. Yes. Not really lolly, lolly powers in my opinion, but Chris would call it lolly powers. <laughs> so you get an idea of what we're talking about here. Uh, cute things saves the world thing. <laughs> They did a cute girl, cute girl saves the world thing in a really cool way. Um, but yeah, you'd have to read it to know what I'm talking about. I probably will. Moving on. We have Right Stuff has planned to release the Gundam Build Divers. I won't say Drivers. <laughs> Gundam Build Divers series on Blu-ray. Uh, it's going to release on September 1st in English subtitle and dub. Oh. Oh. I remembered something. Okay. Something that I uh, that I've done recently. Okay. I have actually read almost all of uh, Seraph of the End. Cool. So, hey, speaking of mangas, and that's a manga that I've read through. 
I'm almost done with it. I've almost caught up to where it is currently. It's actually really mm. one of those that I almost say you might want to read. They did a couple of interesting twists that I was not expecting in any way, shape, or form. Twists or things that were left out in the anime? Um, you're saying you're getting caught up to the current anime. No, I'm caught up to the manga. Oh, you said the current anime. I thought no, you were pointing at the anime. I was pointing at the anime because that's where I know that yeah. it is. Um, but no, I, I that that was probably the first third of the manga, and there's at least two or three more uh, sections that they can do after what they've got right now. That they'll never do. That uh, who knows? <laughs> I th- I could see them doing it. I think that they would. I kind of felt they were because because it, typically it, with I that they just make one core and that's the advertisement. Now but to make a second battle of whatever it was that kind of made me go, well, okay, now they they do want to do more. Or that they felt that the first core wasn't enough to boost what they wanted to sell it. Nagaya. Battle Nagi, Nagi? No, they they left off at the probably the most interesting por- part of the show. Oh yeah, <laughs> story. I thought the so, same thing. Um, yeah, after that they start it. It slows quite a bit. There was like a crazy vampire like uh, coup that was happening, and it was like, <laughs> bye, and we're walking. No, on the no, beach. and, and that, that's the thing is once once all that starts finally getting they they finally revealed all the kind of back back end of that. And the backstory behind all of that. And it's like, okay, I see where you're going and it is kind of interesting. I don't know that they've got much more than this. Um, they're, they're, they've got to be uh, folding it up to uh, an ending here very soon. It just feels shonen, like it. so I you never I know with Shonen. I can't, I can't see him going much more. <laughs> I mean, it, at the point that they're at... Yeah, I can see a, a few more um, kind of big loops to drag everything back in, but they've already got pretty much everything revealed right now. They can, they can't go much more. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They've got to tie the loose end up, which could take a long time, but everything's been revealed as far as they can right now. Maybe they got some more to reveal, but I doubt it. Cool. No more questions right now is where I, what I mean. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Nozomi Entertainment is releasing Gundam Build Divers <laughs> on Blu-ray, which will release on September 1st in English sub and dub. So um, that one we'll probably get a review copy of. It's, that's one that we technically started and didn't finish. I got pretty far into the first core of it, but... Um, yeah, kind of. That we kind of kind of felt bad too at some point. Yeah, I felt bad that I ended up dropping that. It wasn't it wasn't grabbing me like the other ones were, but it definitely was something that had some some cool aspects to it, and they always do a phenomenal job with the animation. So, yeah, cool, 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 cool. Uh, this is really cool. Demon Slayer Kimetsu no Yaiba manga, which had their final volume release here recently, uh, which was the twentieth volume, uh, actually hit. Uh, uh, the top Oricon's top two weekly spots and both the first and the second slot of their top list because they released a regular edition and a limited edition and they took both those slots in the top selling. So really awesome. They sold a to- almost 2 million copies, 1.99 million copies basically, which is, was, is basically phenomenal. 
Um, but yeah, and they also announced a spinoff that will be releasing uh, as well. So or at least they greenlit it. So uh, cool to hear that they they concluded it on a really awesome note. And um, the cover has me extremely intrigued. <laughs> um, yeah, cool. Wonder if that's on Viz. I know somebody's got it. That's definitely one that if nobody's got it licensed, they're crazy. <laughs> I know B Stars is on here. Yeah, that would be that would be an interesting one to get into. Kaguya Sama's on here. My Hero Academia. Yep, Demon Slayer's on here. There you go. Cool stuff. Cool stuff. Congratulations to them. That's um, it's a solid ending to it. Which probably is the reason why they're continuing it on. They're like, hey, we just sold two million of these things. Make more stuff. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Funimation is now streaming the rest of the Monogatari series as well as Kill a Kill, Occultic 9, and Erased. So, again, if you're looking for another place to stream those, you can check them out on Funimation if you have a sub with them. Funimation's pretty much dominating this season. Yeah? Well, they were in last season anyway. They had pretty much most all of the licenses this season, like they did last season. But this season, most of their stuff is not complete. <laughs> um, so I don't know if that's hurting them or not. But I guess that's the case with Crunchyroll as well. COVID stuff. Uh, World in Harem manga is getting an anime in 2021. So fans of World Hen- in- World's End Harem can rejoice, I guess. Uh, the synopsis is the man killer, the man killer virus, a lethal disease that eradicated 99% of the world's male population, 99.9%. Sorry, that's a very distinct difference there. Uh, Mizuhara Reito has been in cryogenic sleep for the past five years, leaving behind Tachipana Ira, Ira, Erisa, uh, the girl of his dreams. When Reito awakens from the deep freeze, uh, he emerges into a sex-crazed new world where he himself is the planet's most precious resource. Raito and four other male stu- uh, studs, given lives of luxury and one simple mission, repopulate the world by impregnating as many women as possible. All Raito wants, however, is to find his beloved Erisa, who went missing three years ago. Can Raito resist temptation and find his one true love? That got kind of wholesome at the end of there. <laughs> It's like, oh, this this guy's an okay guy in the midst of a basically a porno. <laughs> yeah, right. It's like, okay, cool. He's, uh, he's a cool guy in the middle of a porno. <laughs> uh, so yeah, there you go. And for those that are actually still reading it, the manga is reaching its climax. It's a really bad choice of words there. I'm sorry of <laughs> its first part. So uh, whatever first part story arc they're going in, apparently it's reaching that. Uh, pinnacle point of the story. <laughs> yeah, win, win for losing, can you? Crunchyroll begins streaming more of City Hunter. <laughs> this includes City Hunter 3, City Hunter 91, The Secret Service, Goodbye, Goodbye My Sweetheart, Death of Vicious Criminal Rio Seba, uh, 357 Magnum, uh, Bay City Wars, and Million Dollar Conspiracy Film. So... Check those out if you're a fan of City Hunter. Tons of stuff on there for Crunchyroll. Uh, and the thing that makes me want to watch the next episode, just so I can see if it's something I want to put on the discussional podcast episode as the opener, is the fact that Sayuri apparently is performing the theme song, or has performed the theme song for the uh, Sing Yesterday For Me 
uh, opening for the seventh episode, and I guess onward. Um, they have already released the episode, and we haven't been around to watch it because we've been watching Arya. But um, I want to watch that as soon as possible so I can see what Arya or <laughs> see what Arya <laughs> see what Sayuri did for the show because uh, it's a great show, and I love Sayuri. So two really good things to come together. All you're gonna do is just put it at the OP of this show. That's what I'm saying. I just, I just need to like watch the first part so I don't see any spoilers. Of course, we watched the six episodes. It's not like I'm going to see anything crazy if I poke my head in there. But yeah, cool stuff. Sayuri, awesome. Uh, new a new PV has released for Fire Force season two, revealing a July debut. Because we already know that there was a season two coming, but looks like they now are shooting for July. We'll see if if July happens. <laughs> But we will we will hope that July happens and we can. Ski. It was definitely going in a cool direction. I think they can probably do some awesome stuff with the show going forward. So I am definitely looking forward to it. And plus, uh, a great cast of waifus in there. So that's always a great thing to come back. Uh, let's see, they the also waifu. revealed that Aimer will be doing the theme song for it. So that's amazing as well. Uh, the PV has apparently a audio of it, so I'll probably put that in here as well. Uh, but they're calling the theme by Aimer Spark Again. So, cool stuff. Cool stuff. There's a lot of clips in there. So, I'm I'm guessing they have a lot, hopefully a lot animated already. They're not seeing too much issue with the COVID. But, um, we shall see. Excited? Looks like they got a new waifu character. Yep, little pink hair girl. Yep, yep. Probably but on she's the other not, side. not in the main cast, it don't look like. So. Yeah, they got, they got a recruiter. Just like everybody else, you gotta mm -hmm. gotta win her over. It's like Funimation will be streaming it. Her name is Mayuri Shimabukuro. No, that's the that's the voice actress. But I think no, it's it's a new character. Yeah, May, Mayuri, a thrill seeking who hates boredom. Together with her companions, she arrives to loot places where spontaneous combustion occurs. And she's a bad girl. Her powers awaken after a certain incident. That's kind of bad. <laughs> She's a damn looter. <laughs> New waifu is a looter. Congratulations, everybody. Uh, I, I don't know if this is good news or bad. It's technically bad news because it's taken this long, but it's good news that it, it's not going to take as long as we originally thought. But Netflix has announced... Uh, Netflix is doing us all a favor here. Okay. You should appreciate the fact that Netflix is going out of their way to make sure that you get BNA, BNA brand new animal... On June 30th. So like right as the the season ends. So they're kind of doing similar to what Violet Evergarden did. Because remember Violet Evergarden released at the very end of the season. So we actually got it into our reviews for that season. Okay. Apparently they're doing the same thing for BNA. Yeah. I, I, I don't really care. I This is going this is going to be one of those things that just kind of blurs by me. And then Andrew on, on June 29th is going to say, don't forget BNA is tomorrow. And I'm going to be like... Oh, this is news. I told you about this in such and such discussion on them. I'm going to be like, yeah, remember how I said it's going to blur by me and I'm not going to remember until, you know, you say that. Yeah. Well, they technically, yeah, they, they technically released like, yeah, 7 through 12. They released on March 21st. So they're they're technically already done with it. So that's probably why it's releasing so early. So I don't really give me, don't give them much credit, people. <laughs> It's just because the show was already produced by this this point, so uh, they're just getting it earlier. It's not like they're doing us a favor. Don't get me wrong. 
but it's that's not like cool. I like Netflix or anything. Vaca, yeah, yeah, gotcha. Uh, back to news on Fire Force. Apparently, Atsushi Okubo, who of course did you know Soul Eater and um, Fire Force, uh, put in a author commentary that uh, Fire Force may be his last manga. Uh, Akubo stated, the story is also in its final stage. And for me, I plan for this to be my last manga. So please accompany me until the very end. It's not really hinting. That's actually pretty vague. It's very vague. Very, very vague. <laughs> but anyway, we'll see. It might be another Miyazaki where they just keep coming back and making more stuff. Yeah, I'm... I'm, I'm... Maybe. I was surprised by the fact when I when I found it when I well, I guess we kind of technically realized when we seen the PV for Fire Force we're like hey that looks a lot like Soul Eater oh it is Soul Eater basically <laughs> so um, it took a while before we got that so I don't I don't know that's might just take, take long breaks we'll see but um, fans unfortunately but if he needs to move on with his life he move on with his life and be happy it's cool stuff no tie him down force yeah. him to make another show. They do that. Don't jinx it. Uh, Anaplex USA has plans to release Fate Stay Night Unlimited Blade Works in a complete box set. So no longer in parts. They're going to do a full box set. Uh, the, the release is slated for July 14th. So if you haven't picked up the two parts, you can pick up the entire complete set on July 14th for Bucos of Money. Because it's Anaplex USA. Uh, fans of the Actually I Am, which we really enjoyed... If you enjoy the mangaka for the original series, uh, Eiji Masuda is planning to launch a new manga in August. So, if you are a big fan of of, of uh, Eiji and and actually I am, you can look forward to his next manga. I actually probably will. Did you ever finish the manga for Actually I Am? I'm gonna you, have. I figured to. you'd go back to that one. I'm going to. Did somebody? Does somebody have it? I don't think anybody did that one. Um, today. I oh, do know. Huh. Yeah, I, so I was going to say, I do know I've seen it on one of my apps. There you go, there you go. I used the Safari app to watch, uh, to read the school live. Sorry, people. I couldn't wait any longer. I need to watch, the, I need to read the conclusion. I'm going to get shamed for that. I feel so bad. Why put bins in your in your pretty manga up there when you can just watch and read it on the internets? Safari. Safari-kun brought me my school live. <laughs> I don't know. I have uh, this is the thing, a, a weird thing. I, I swear to you, I can go for weeks straight where every night when I lay down and I've, you know, you get to that point where you're in the, the perfect position to go to bed, I'll think of reading, I'll think of the fact that I haven't finished reading Alive, which is a complete manga set that I bought digitally. That's on my iPad. <laughs> and I haven't read it. The only reason I wa- uh, I bought it was because it's the same artist as uh, the artists that do uh, nor- the Noragami manga series. And I love their art style. That's that's why the one of the reasons why I loved buying the Noragami manga set. Um, but yeah, for some reason I keep thinking, like, I really need to sit down and re- read the, the rest of that series. But yeah, I got to I got to try and remember that I have the Viz thing going. I, I'll, I'll go like almost a week and then I go, oh crap, I got to read that stupid manga and go back. I'll read uh, 40 chapters and then I'll forget for another week and a half. And it's like, it's so annoying. Yeah. And you get back to 
finishing uh, Attack on Titan. <laughs> uh, so much stuff to read. Grimgar. Seraph of the End was always one that I wanted to get back to, and I just never did. And yeah, I remember when, I, when we finished that series, I really wanted to read the manga. Because I kind of felt they were never going to complete it. Even though, again, the, that particular second core, I wasn't really expecting the, to happen. The nice thing is, is it doesn't it doesn't meander the the same way a shonen does. And I and and the only way that I'll, I'll be you'll I think you'll understand what I'm saying when you actually get into it because it's not like they, you know, how they have the entire Hucho Mundo arc and an entire. Um, this section arc, or yeah, the I didn't really feel that from the series. Yeah, it does. It doesn't do that. It just it, it it does. It does have points where it's wordy, but that's that's all manga. Yeah. Uh, moving on, we have Fate Collide Liner Prisma Ilya has announced a brand new film coming. So look forward to that. They released a a video showing a lot of clips from the entire series, and then a, a quick little, I guess. Uh, teaser artwork for Ilya and looks like Jeez, Lily's outfit. Full on. <laughs> looks like Saber Lily outfit with a cloak. That's what it looks like. She does look great. It, 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 this is one of those that is it's both frustrating and awesome at the same time. I really do wish that... Did we even ever get access to the first film? I think, I think Sentai released it. I know we bought the three seasons. I don't know if they released the fourth season. But yeah, we were kind of miffed when they decided to, to jump right into a movie after that last season. And it was like, oh, well, that's great. We'll look forward to seeing that whenever they decide to bring it over here. Um, Prisma Phantasm? Yeah, right there. It's the, the Val in the Blue. The Snow. Releasing on 7-14. So it's not even released yet. Yeah. It's got... Uh, Amia in there. So yeah. OVA and a, and a movie we still have left to watch. And then we can watch this new movie <laughs> in about three years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's, that's cool. Cool stuff. But no, it, it's, it's the artwork that gets me excited. Like even, even the last clip in there, which I'm guessing is probably from the, the last movie, seeing her with the, what looks like a uh, Hassan kind of hood on. I, I always love the, the whole, merging with the servant thing that was really cool yeah so that's what i got into it for yep yep well besides it was more fate <laughs> that too <laughs> uh the new cast for the new love live anime character or the new cast for the new love live have been revealed uh this course is taking place in yui gaoka girls high school and we got some names and kind of brief intros to each of the characters so far they look cute we'll see if they can do biting my lip (laughs) was a big fan of the last season so i'm hoping this one will be you know back to what i enjoyed about the first season so always more love lives always good though definitely looking forward to it is it just me are they going for maybe a more thick look i don't remember are is is i think that that's love a, live had a i think that's thing? i think that's a thing that's happening in anime in general these yeah. seasons <laughs> yeah a little bit yeah i don't think i don't think the other character yeah i don't the other characters and the other love lives aren't aren't like that so they, they maybe the big 
you know, crazy Love Live fans, maybe the guys at Anime Arcade can correct me. Yeah, they definitely look like they're going for a thick look. Because it's definitely not something in the other ones. that I'm looking at the pictures of the other characters in the other shows. Maybe I'm onto something. I'm onto something. <laughs> I'm thinking it's anime in general. <laughs> Atelier Ryza? It worked for Atelier Ryza, so let's do it for this. <laughs> uh, the new thick look. There you go. Oh, no, 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 um, no, no, Chris, no, no, no. Rejoice. No. There is a epilogue short set two years later for Stars Align. Why? Because they couldn't finish it, so they decided to jump forward two years and show us a clip of them all being depressed. So if you feel that you did not get enough out of Stars Align, uh, which is a... Well, it don't look like he went to jail. <laughs> well... He's a minor. Probably didn't have to go to jail. I mean, he literally said that in the show. <laughs> uh, yeah, if you've watched Stars Align and were just like us at the end of the 12 episodes show that was supposed to be 24 episodes technically, that's why it felt so abrupt. Um, you can rejoice in watching the epilogue short, which is literally just shows the characters running into each other two years later and... I haven't seen the subtitles for it yet, but they all look like they're very depressed um, because they were all basically, for some reason, the entire team was beat by their parents. But, um, yeah, they need to do something else. They they at least tell us what will happen at the end of that last episode. <laughs> I'm sure maybe the once the subtitle will know, maybe they'll say something. But, yeah. That show... Moving on, Atsumori-kun's Bride-to-Be manga is entering its climax, so if you're a friend of a fan of Bride-to-Be manga, look forward to the climax of that story. Uh, Hayao Miyazaki's next film, despite the pandemic that's been going on, uh, has already gotten 36 minutes of it completed, so this is still happening. <laughs> this is still happening. So, Excited? <laughs> What? That man is stubborn as... <laughs> you know he's doing the entire thing by himself. You know he's doing it by himself. He's like, all oh, you kids running away from this thing. I'll I'll do it. Y'all stay home. I'll finish it. <laughs> he's doing frame by frame. He's going to complete this damn thing. Yeah. That's uh, why I love the man. He's just... He just he's just as stubborn as all get out. He just will get it done. <laughs> of course he could have had it done beforehand. I don't know. Light novel series, I'm in love with the villainous gets a manga adaptation. Um, I seen the title for this and I really wanted to read the synopsis. So ordinary office worker, Ohashi Rei wakes up in the body of a protagonist of her favorite Atome game revolution. Uh, this actually sounds like the, show that we're watching right now all leads to doom um my life as a villain is all leads to doom because i were i'm at least convinced that it's going to turn into a yuri show anyways uh she's in her Tommy game revolution to her delight the first person she that greets her is her favorite character claire Fra- why is it always claire claire Francois. 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 it's not francios you can go with francios <laughs> you know they're gonna pronounce it from choice Franchise, franchise. <laughs> yes. uh, the main character, or the main antagonist of the story. Now, Ray is determined to romance Claire instead of the game's male leads. But how will her villainous lady love react? 
to the new courtship. Right on. <laughs> Sounds cute. If that manga gets over here, I might want to read it. Of course, it is a Yuri manga, by the way, in case you missed it. That sounds really cute, though. I want to do that one, too. But I'm still I'm, I'm getting still excited pushing. about this Satome game thing. It seems to be a thing now. Well, he did say that that was coming. And then the next one was what? The revenge one. Revenge. Where okay. they get killed and then they redo it. Uh, Domestic Girlfriend manga is ending in three chapters um, on June 10th. So I don't know if they've actually released one since I this title. But yeah, June 10th is going to end. There you go. You can finally find out which of his uh, sisters he decides to, I guess, end with. Or maybe they kill him. We don't know. <laughs> I was convinced somebody was going to kill him by the end of it. Uh, yeah. Uh, more news from Netflix. Apparently, they are going to be stream or they are streaming Car Captor Sakura starting June first. So, I-, I thought that that was on Crunchyroll. But I um, want to say it was, but yeah, it's on Crunchyroll, so you you have options now, I guess at least. So if you want to watch it on Netflix, you can watch it on Netflix, or you can watch it on Crunchyroll. So cool stuff, cool stuff. Which Studios Great Pretender gets a new video and manga adaptation. Uh, the new video is released by their um, Toho Animation account, which has a lot of kind of interviews with different uh, developers and stuff of it. I'm curious if we can get a subtitle version of it eventually, because that'd be cool to attempt to see if, uh, if there's uh, usually there's a way to automatically translate it. Yeah, you can hope you that YouTube can translate it. <laughs> yeah, I I tried it on uh, I don't know if it was like a Final Fantasy VII thing or something like that. It did, it was not working very well. Yeah, yeah, it's not never going to be perfect. It's but. not going to do it. I mean, it's cool tech. Okay, I give it that. It's cool tech. A music applause, apparently. <laughs> music. Uh, so yeah, you can check that out. If, I'm, I'm I'm really excited for it, for, so I might actually check to see if the translation could do a decent job of it. Because <laughs> I like to kind of get a little insight into it. But yeah, it's getting a manga as well, which is cool. So congratulations to them. Um, doesn't surprise me too much because that's usually a, a pretty easy money maker for them to do a manga as well. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, Kandagawa Jet Girls game is to launch in North America in the summer. It's going to get a physical day one Racing Hearts edition, which will include a two-disc soundtrack, 60-page soft cover art book, and exclusive box done by the character designer. So, And this is actually a racing game, right? I think it's like a Mario Kart kind of game where it's, yeah, racing, but I think you have like the shooting and stuff somehow. I don't know. Well, the the, the, the reason much. why I asked is because they had they had mentioned the one um, a couple of uh, a couple of weeks ago that that almost caught my eye because I was I I kind of liked the idea that it would be more interesting than how they did the anime, and then I realized, oh no, that was just a flat out visual novel, so it wasn't. Oh yeah, Awakawa, Awakawa, Awakawa. Is this literally the only video clip? This is like all we had like back when we talked about this before. Is this really crappy 540p video stream of the game Mm -hmm. that 
doesn't do it justice at all. <laughs> but maybe they streamed it at four five forty just to hide the visuals or something. Like, I don't know, it's it's gonna be a great game. It's just that was a bad stream. That's all. Yeah, power ups and everything included. So, uh, four rhythm across the sky was it? The yeah, subtitle? Alcana. Awakawa. Alcana. Awakawa. Alcana. Four rhythm. Alcana. Alcana. It keeps trying to re- to fix you Alcana. and tell you. <laughs> there, see, I told you, Alcana. Four rhythm across the blue. Uh, Mero Chronicle or Moero Chronicles <laughs> technically is. Uh, Moero Crystal H for the Switch is coming to North America and Europe in 2020. So, what time in 2020? You can get your etchy dungeon crawling characters. Um, I don't think they have a date yet because I tried to buy the physical edition on uh, Play Asia and it's not even available to to buy yet. So I think they're still waiting for a date. I need to finish that. So I need to finish that game. I think. From what I've read, I haven't seen anything that says otherwise yet, is that they're going to release it in the West, digitally. If you want a physical edition, the Japanese version will have English option in it. So if you want a physical version, you can either buy just the the game, or you can get their limited edition set, which is including the game, full color, physical, manual, which is a rarity these days. <laughs> I wonder if they're going to allow me to... Original soundtrack, CD, art book, sticker set, and individually numbered collector's certificate and collector's box. I really like the... Um, they also have, like, with PlayAsia, they give those little small cart cases. Have you seen those yet? They're really cool. I wonder if they're going to allow me to uh, carry my characters over. Why would they do that? <laughs> because then I, otherwise I'd have to start all over. And there's so many characters. I guarantee you they're not going to let you carry it over. It sucks. It's not really something they ever do. Um, yeah, these things. I love these things. They're like uh, little small cartridge carriers, and it's on a keychain. It looks like a small, for those that are listening, it's like, it looks, it's like a carrying case for your Switch games that is the size of the cartridge, but it's, it's like a actual Switch box so it has the artwork on it and it opens up like a book they're really cool i've seen a couple of them they, they need like a switch exclusive store that has every single game and you can buy those things for them they be really cool and you can hook it up to your keys yep, yep cool way of transporting them though it's it literally does say hey if you're walking by me grab me and rip me off somebody's backpack mm-hmm. and run but it's cute idea <laughs> it's a cute idea uh i'd lost all my tabs I think maybe now it was done, I think. All right. The last bit I have here is a quick run-through of the latest updates for things affected by COVID so that people are up to date on everything that's happening. Uh, first, major second second season is getting its fifth episode on May 30th. It's after the delay. Uh, certain scientific railgun T anime episode 16 is delayed until July 24th. Uh, Japan has lifted its state of emergency for Osaka, Kyoto, in Hyogo prefectures, and they are currently, maybe they've already decided at this point, but they are currently uh, considering lifting it on Tokyo. Uh, that means, a lot of those things really does mean that maybe a lot of production for anime will continue after that point. Depends on their choices that beyond that point for those studios. So, again, as usual, we want to keep them safe. 
hopefully they'll take precautions and everything. Uh, Meitsetsu Anime, which is the one that was by the Lucky Star mangaka creator, uh, is delayed until October. Uh, Haikyuu to the top, second half is delayed. Uh, New Hirogarashi When They Cried Anime is being delayed. Fairy Tale RPG by Koei Tecmo and Gust has been delayed until July. Uh, the new date is the 30th in Japan, the 30th in Europe, and the 31st in U.S., uh, today's menu for the Emya family Switch game has been delayed, which is surprising news to me because I did not know there existed such a game. <laughs> so <laughs> I immediately looked that up when I found out about that. And uh, I said, wow, I didn't know that existed. And I'm, I I guess I can't say that I'm sad because I didn't know it existed. I'm just now getting the new release Well, date. now you're – no, no. This is happy news for you because now you know that it exists. It exists. <laughs> and I can make food for my waifus. That's great. Uh, Sayonara Tairano film is getting delayed. Uh, Akumara Drive anime is delayed until October. Uh, compile, compilation film for Review Starlight has been delayed. Gallon Dino anime has been delayed. And The Devil is a Part-Timer novel's final volume is delayed until August 7th. So, crazy stuff, crazy stuff. Uh, that's, that's it for our news. That's all we have. For 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 news, we're done. That was a great episode, Chris. Yeah. Thanks everybody for listening. We hope you guys enjoyed. I'm sorry, we have this other section that we do too. I forgot about that. Uh, so yeah, we got to hurry on that because we got to get Andrew to so he can watch his episode so that he doesn't feel like he gets spoiled. Yeah, it's fine. I'll just watch the first part of it. It's mm-hmm. Fine. Uh, yeah. The next section is our community question section. Uh, we're going to dive into some questions from our community members. Again, if you go to talkspirit.com, go to the forum at the top there. You can go into our forums, uh, join the community, talk to some great people, as well as post a question in the anime, anime cast question thread, as well as a contact us button at the top of talkspirit.com. Uh, there's also social media links on the right side there as well. There's plenty of ways you guys can get a hold of us to contact us and give us your questions, which we really do appreciate because it gives us great content for our discussionals and uh, allows us to interact with our listeners because, unfortunately, life doesn't always allow us to interact all the time. Uh, but yes, uh, Ukisog says, in anime cast, will it change anime? Andrew mentioned that he's watching VTubers. I myself watch them from time to time, so here is a question, more like three. Uh, the first one, name a few VTubers which you watch and why those. For example, I watch Kaguya Lina, or Luna, uh, she is frank and entertaining person, which is always fun to see more of. Uh, I have tons. <laughs> uh, I, of course, have given up on Kizuna. I, I, I guess technically that was one of the first big ones that everybody gravitated, gravitated to. Uh, of course, she became very commercialized, very corporate, technically did become a company. Um, but I did love Kizuna Ai back in the day. Uh, I think my favorite right now is Usada Pekura. <laughs> I absolutely love her goofy laugh. <laughs> it makes me smile every time, which kind of like you saying there, it's kind of seeing, uh, you know, more entertaining stuff is, is kind of a really great thing right now. Uh, but yeah, love her laugh. She has a very kind of... Uh, I'm smarter than everybody, high up kind of attitude, which is kind of her personality, which is which is fantastic. Um, a lot of the Nijisana group, uh, Shina, y- Yuika, 
uh, Hanma uh, Hinawara, uh, Hima, Himawari, uh, Saki Saku. Um, I watched a little bit of Yuzuki Roa because she's absolutely adorable. Um, Kurone is a recent one that I've been watching more of, and she's a goofball. I love her laugh as well. I, I think it's fantastic that there's compilations of her sneezing. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's. I think Corona and Pekora is one of the bigger ones that I watch all the time, which I love them both. I don't do the VTubers a lot. I, I try to stay away from YouTube as much as possible. I still end up getting stuck in YouTube. I hate YouTube. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but I, I, I did glance at Kamiko Kana, and I kind of like her, but I don't know that I necessarily care for the whole trying to be English thing. So I'm, I'm mixed on it. Um, I did of course like Kizuna Ai, but that was back when Kizuna Ai was really, really big. And she was just doing goofy things <laughs> in her little small setup, <laughs> like unbalance. But yeah, there was a couple of other ones that I, I hit on here and there. I do get a kick out of the, the laugh coming from whoever the one Pekora. that you're Pekora. I, I get a kick out of that laugh. She has just got the funniest laugh in the world. Good stuff, though. Uh, Corona is great, too, because she does a lot of, like, retro games. She just... It's almost painful to see how much she'll sit there and keep trying these really old, outdated games that were just... These are games were ba- built to steal quarters from people. So they weren't designed the most creative and uh, logical ways. They were created to steal quarters. So to see her, like, just trying over and over again to jump over things and die and play it for hours on it is crazy and she gets crazy viewers the last one i watched was when she was trying to do the um carlos and the other anime arcade people were talking about her streaming uh the dragon's lair and she had like fifteen thousand viewers at the time and it's like there's a lot of people on twitch and stuff that would love to have fifteen thousand people watch them for you know four plus hours try to beat an old outdated game that just is terrible it's um it's a, it's a crazy thing there's a butt ton of VTubers now. It's, it's it's I'm very selective about if I do watch any of them. It's just because there's so many of them at this point. Well, YouTube is one of those time traps that it's and now just... Americans are doing it. It's like I'm not too sure about that. <laughs> oh, the weebs are getting a hold of it. and They're on Twitch. <laughs> Be careful, people. <laughs> oh. sorry, cut you off. All I was going to say is that YouTube is a time trap that I just, I, I yeah. try to avoid like the plague. Yep. Yep. Uh, oh, there's more questions. <laughs> okay, so well, you, said... you ended up get, getting stuck in the, in a section that I, I ended up a, uh, a, a couple months ago, I got stuck in the, in the dude that was going around and, uh, catching all the scammers and, and you, you got stuck in it too. <laughs> it's, I still hear you hitting the, the scammer guy here and there. So, yeah, yeah Kid, I got Kid Boga, I started watching that shoot mid last year, like July ish. Yeah, it's just it's one of those things that once you go down that rabbit hole, it's just you just keep going down it, and it's like I can't do this. <laughs> we suggest you watch this because you waste a lot of time watching this. That's pretty much what they're doing. <laughs> they're seeing what you spend a lot of time yeah. in, and they're they're suggesting that same stuff. Um, just sucks whenever you just 
maybe accidentally select one or somebody clickbaits you into something else and you're like, that was a really terrible video and you leave it and they go like, hey, you want to watch more of that? I'm like, no, I didn't want to watch that and I don't want to see any more of it. Well, I uh, still get I still get King of Random stuff up pops up on my thing and it's like, oh, I don't want to watch it, but I kind of have to. Okisog uh, also says, if you had two video options between watching VTuber and same girl camera streaming version, which would you, I'm guessing you're meaning like between watching the VTuber character or watching the girl themselves actually live. I I'm going to be completely honest. The goofy anime character representation of themselves is what makes it, and I don't think that they would. I think a lot of these VTubers, um, especially there's some of them. I I forget what her name. Maybe maybe it was. Uh, um, Sheena, uh, Yuika, I think it was her in that particular video. She technically kind of point out the fact that she's not very good around a lot of people. And so it, there's some of them that they really do seem like they are only okay with what they're doing because they have a character that they are, uh, they're not the person on the actual screen. It's somebody else. And again, that goes back to my joking about the quote unquote weebs that are on Twitch now, uh, with this particular technology uh, projecting a, an anime character instead of themselves is it's allowing people to, you know, be an anime character and not necessarily having to show themselves and that it, it, they're more comfortable with that. Um, so I think a lot of like, I don't think Pekka, the actual person is probably would be, would be able to, you know, project that character as themselves. It's just, it's an anime thing. It's just like, you know, seeing live action people perform the characters and their quirks doesn't translate well. So, um, honestly, yeah, it's the anime characters that they're, the, the 3D, 2D uh, technology they're using, I forget what it's called, um, is what makes it. And, I mean, I don't, not to say that I wouldn't thoroughly enjoy watching just a you know, a Japanese girl playing a game and, and freaking out. It's just, I think the anime character itself, um, especially some of them with some of the models they've created. Um, some of them are kind of stiff and don't track the the person very well. And they, they don't really do much for the, the stream, but some of them are actually really well done. So. Yeah. I would have to say that it, it, it is, it's more the anime ish person and quote unquote real life. So yeah, I think that the VTuber is a thing. It'll, 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 I, I, I wholeheartedly believe this is kind of a fad that's going to kind of fade at some point. Um, I don't think it's ever going to go away, but at the same time, I do think it's going to fade a little bit. I, I really do think that there's, it's just like any other, uh, content creator. Um, I think. I think yeah, I think the the this this whole thing where there's literally, I, I there's Wikipedia's with hundreds upon hundreds upon hundreds of different VTubers, and I think that that amount is eventually going to become like, I think there's going to still be constantly people wanting to make their debut as a VTuber, but I think the people sticking with these people, yeah, I think eventually they're going to point where only the ones that are actually keeping creation of good content 
will survive in the end. I think Corona is doing great, and I think she can continue on making great stuff. Um, but I think a lot of these will eventually drop away. So, yeah. And last question is, do you think VTuber is better than seeing an actual person playing and doing stuff? Is So I'm guessing that wasn't what you were asking with the second question. <laughs> What's the second question again? If you had two video options between watching VTuber oh, and saying Oh, I thought we were answering that we were going camera with the, account, the more anime-ish person. The what? If you had an option of Sheena... Or Sheena as a real person, would you choose Sheena or Sheena's real person? That's why I said. I thought that's what the question on the second one was. And the third, the their question is... A different question. I guess it's the same question, but in an asked in a different way, I guess. <laughs> do well, you think do you think is better than watching VTuber or real life people are better? Would you prefer Sheena as a person or well, a VTuber? Well, that, that's the thing is I... When I watch people streaming and stuff, I don't really care too much what's happening in their camera. <laughs> like, there's some people, like, I I love Maximilian, dude, on Twitch, because he, he's very animated when he talks to people. He get he gets really into when he's talking about people, and he just throws his head back and everything. But there's, most streamers are just kind of sitting there staring at their screen, and their camera's pointing at them, and they're not really doing anything. So there's really no point in the camera being there. I guess, like, I know that people find that seeing the person that's the voice is a lot more connection there's a lot of been a lot of studies in the past about the fact that um there's more connection to an actual broadcaster when people can see them but at the same time there's not much happening there whereas again a cute anime character is a lot more appealing and has a lot more personality there than just a dark usually typically a dark room with somebody sitting in front of a monitor clicking and and typing it just is a huge difference there so yeah i technically do prefer it but again at the same time i don't really i don't watch streams too much i mean i've been i've been watching a lot more lately than ever but it's usually not really my bag uh dr disrespect he's a very animated person so he's a a really rare case to a lot of other people that are streaming so it, it really depends on it's a performance and most people aren't really performing when they're streaming and technically with the VTuber thing, it's, it's a caricature performance and that's what people watch them for. So it's, it's very apples and oranges, I guess is, a, is my conclusion, <laughs> but yeah, I do, I, I do technically think it's a lot cute. It's a lot more cute, but at the same time, I don't speak Japanese and, and I have to wait for a subtitle of it. Whereas, you know, I can watch a streamer and be able to understand them if they're in actually English. So, I kind of prefer um I don't watch English VTubers though. I find them cringy. <laughs> Just like I find dubs of anime cringy, an anime cur- uh model VTuber that's like English, I find cringy. It's just like a really bad dub. So, sorry. Yeah, all I was going to say is I kind of I guess I kind of prefer a vtuber but that you're what the 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 problem with the question is is like andrew was implying i i personally don't care for youtube so i do podcasts all day and i get information dumps beyond all counting and i've got a backlog of uh podcasts that i'm going through right now the problem is is that after a certain point, 
you just kind of you're done with hearing people talking all the time. Yeah. And so it's it, it, it yeah, if I go into YouTube, I'm going to get stuck on a rabbit trail, usually something that's informative to me that I find interesting. I find Pet Cat very informative. <laughs> VTubers they, I mean their their thing is is they are goofing off and doing something that's not really informative. Pekka to learn how to to read maps. I think that's very informative. Okay, that's then I'll <laughs> I'll have to go and watch that particular one. Um, but a lot of them are playing video games. I can play video games myself, and I'll enjoy my video the video game a lot more if I'm playing it. The only downside is I don't have a cute girl screaming about something goofy at the same time, and that's which is a, about the only thing that I end up liking the VTubers for. That's, the, that's the, the other important thing to point out is I technically usually just watch the highlights. <laughs> I don't – again, cause, mainly because I'm waiting for the subtitle to be done for them. But I don't – one, I don't understand what they're saying. But two, I, I technically – want to just see the funny parts and not necessarily the whole stream, which again, like Corona is like doing four hours of playing a, a game. Yeah. It's fun to get the live reactions of her dying and kind of getting a hint at what she's saying, but yeah, I'm, I'm usually looking for the highlights. So yeah. Thanks. Okay. Sog for the, the great questions. So good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, Callum sent us a email question saying good day. Uh, who is your best girl in Final Fantasy VII? In the original, I liked Yuffie, Yuffie a lot. In the remake, I really liked Jessie, uh, especially considering how significant she was in the original version. Cheers, Callum. Insignificant. She was insignificant in the first one. Yeah. So. I'm going to go with technically Yuffie. Um, I absolutely loved Yuffie. Um, I, I really liked Aerith, but I technically haven't wa- played the the new version, so I do know that Andrew has said that they really, really revamped um, Jesse's story, and I'm really excited about that. So I really want to see that and and give it its justice. Yeah, Jesse was fantastic. I don't remember who I liked in the original, and I think when I replayed it, I really didn't have that mindset going into it, thinking best girl. I, I but I knew. I know originally there was a there was a a, a debate on that. Uh, I want to say that I liked Tifa the most back in the day, and I still do. I uh, think that Tifa's best at this point. Jesse was really definitely pushing it, <laughs> like hardcore on the remake. Um, and I and I really did love how they. Yeah, technically it was there with the original, but it with voice acting and you know body language and everything they put into the new one they made Aerith like especially more uh fantastic i mean just her her ability to really <laughs> get at cloud like constantly and constantly poking at him and him reacting to it was really fantastic but um there's also the fact that tifa kicks total butt and she kicks total butt in the remake granted Aerith does too when you get her on an arcane ward and you shoot out magic well, double time and it's doing insane damage. Uh, she's massively OP, but Tifa's just fun to play and she's a fun character. So. It is kind of frustrating because technically, okay, when I played the first time, I liked all the girls. And it's it's like, okay, so choosing one, if you have to choose one, that you have to choose one. But when it comes down to it, do you really 
I mean, it, it, saying best girl, does that mean that the second best girl isn't best girl as well? I mean, come on. Calm down, Chris. It's not that complicated. <laughs> Don't make it into a thing. I am making we all it complicated. Know, we all know Hojo's best girl. It's a joke. It's a joke. He's a freaking creeper. I don't want to kill him. Oh, Hojo. I, 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 you, you, you kind of broke my brain for a second. I was like, wait, 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 wait. No, obviously it's Kate Sith. Golly. Um, yeah, right. 13. Lab rat dog is, of course, a female. Wonder about that one. <laughs> that voice. I mean, seriously, how can you not know? Uh, thanks, Callum, for the question. Um, appreciate you bringing that up. That way we can get tons of hate mail of choosing best girl. Uh, XXX dark bacon chips <laughs> web XXX obviously very edgy because of the X's and you added a dark on there which makes it even more edgy uh, XXX dark bacon chips web XXX says greetings from the dark web I knew this was going to happen we're going to get hacked aren't we <laughs> um, if random very vulgar and bad things end up in our podcast recording it's obviously it's, xxx it's, dark it's, bacon exactly xx <laughs> from the dark web here's a question do you have any weird stories when meeting another anime in fan in public this is a very weird question from the dark web i fi i figured you'd be asking what my social security number was <laughs> oh you already know probably um, he's probably on anonymous himself most of the fellow anime fans i've met have been cool but there was one guy who took off his shirt to reveal his full metal alchemist tattoo on his back since he saw my tattoos, uh, which made me slightly uncomfortable. This was also at a gas station, not at a beach, not at a beach episode. I, I, I know. Yeah, I guess beach would make it a lot less creepy. <laughs> but yeah, odd that you brought up the gas station. Like specifically, you could take your shirt off anywhere, but at a gas station. I mean, people are feeling gas. Um, th there was static. It could have been static, you know? I don't really have many weird stories just because I don't really technically meet many anime fans. I mean, we we had like a vape store near here that we ran. Some people that were uh, talking about anime. Um, we usually have to kind of go out of our way to find other anime fans at, you know, random stores in Georgia or something that we'd drive eight hours to get to. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I don't really have any weird stories. They're, they're usually typically cool people. Yeah. Some of them kind of have that little bit of a, I've ran to one or two here and there where, where it's, they kind of feel like they are in a fandom, I guess is the best way to put it. Like, this is the thing that they watch and everything else. You're like, well, what about this? And you're like, they, they, they just look at you like I a was... deer in headlights and you're like, do you watch anything but that show? Because I'm giving you <laughs> options here. Do you have a pencil and paper? I would like to introduce you to anime, not just Naruto or something. I've it, had those moments, but it, never, never like the dude takes his shirt off. That's that's hardcore. Yeah, I haven't gotten that, but I have felt felt myself going into the deep end on on a fandom here or there that i don't quite go to that fandom that that, that depth of the fandom but that's about it is 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 you know and 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 if you're if you're 
I'm not I'm not going to say if you kind of have a a a feel for a the feeling of the 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 social aspects of the and you can feel where the conversation is going and you start start suddenly noticing okay I I'm with you but you're going down the fandom far too far and I don't know that much and you're going to start hating me because I don't like this particular one thing. <laughs> Well, it's it's kind of like every other conversation you have with people about anything else. You always want to kind of meet them in the middle or at least kind of go a little bit with them in order for a a connection to happen yeah. with them. <laughs> I mean, that's just the same as whenever I, I'm talking to like a, a sales rep or something like that. And 99% of the time, it has to go straight to football, the first thing. And it's like, I can't follow you there. <laughs> well, well I, I, did, I, I did. I can't follow you there. Like, I, I had this one call recently, they're like, Man, I can't wait till you you know the the whole you know lockdown stuff goes away. I would love to have you up here. We can go to a a Green Bay game, and I'm like, dude, I, I'm not going to go with you to a Green Bay game. Who, who, who is a Green Bay <laughs> a Green Bay Packers game? I was like, eh, no, no, thank you. Oh, Green Bay's Packer. I, okay, okay, I did recognize the Packers thing. I did yeah. know that there is a Green Bay team. I did not know that Green Bay was Packers. Like, Man, we buy you some tickets. We'll go down there for. And like, no, I'm not going. I'm not going. I'm to joking, you. people. I'm joking. <laughs> So, yeah. Yeah, I think you do kind of want to meet people. You want to go with them when you're talking because I think that helps. I think any conversation you have, you go well, with somebody like- where they're going and that, that kind of gives them a little bit of sense of like, okay, you, you're listening to me and, and I want to exactly. tell you more. But then, yeah, there's times where you're like, let's reel it back a little bit. <laughs> let's reel it back a little bit. There, there, people, people like to have their what they're excited about talked they want to talk about what they're excited about. And that's that's one of the things, especially with Otaku, because we don't have a lot of people that we can talk to. And so and 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 that that's what I meant is is I I love the idea of talking to somebody and 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 expressing my my love for anime. And then when I get them to talk about their their anime and what they like, I'm I'm all for it. Even gaming. Gaming is the same. It's not as bad as anime is, but um People, I get way off track with people on gaming. So I got to talking to one person one time, and they just going on and on and on about how awesome they were at this or that. And it's like, no, actually, you're not. I I heard what you said there, and you have no clue what you're talking about. But I'm not going to sh- say that this right now. <laughs> Don't mean to correct you, but you're wrong. <laughs> Because you are super excited about what you're excited about, and I'm going with you on this. But it was you're wrong. Leon. It was Leon and Claire in Resident Evil <laughs> Two. What game were you playing? Ah, uh, I I love geeks. Geeks. I'm a geek. I love it, and and I'm gonna keep on going. <laughs> yeah, it's always scary too because whenever you see somebody that has like a like if you were to see somebody with say a you know, just for example, a Kiki's delivery service tattoo. And it's like that, that, th- that desire, like you almost want to go up to them and say, Oh man, Kiki's delivery service, man. Have you watched erased? But it's like, there's that side of you in the back that says it's a Disney thing. That could be the only anime they've ever watched. <laughs> be very careful about how you engage this conversation. You could look like a total dork to somebody who literally only watched one show that they don't even know is an actual anime. <laughs> well, that's what that's what I was talking about last week when we were talking about the the Ghost in the Shell. It's like 
Yeah, somebody has one, like a one Git person logo knows on the back yeah. of it, and they're like, "What the hell? Oh, anime? Ghost in the Shell's not anime. What's, what's an anime? <laughs> yeah, it's made in Japan. No, well, that was an well, American the, show. The uh, the Matrix one. They they did that that uh, Animatrix, and it's like, yes, that's technically an anime, but is that going to be a gateway into talking about anime with them? No, because it was big here. Mate, the Matrix was huge here, so can't use it it's probably huge in japan too <laughs> everything yeah. every hollywood movie is huge in japan uh especially the pixar stuff crazy anyways uh thank you bacon chips wink wink from the dark web <laughs> uh i see uh zeke i'm guessing it's zeke says, hi, Chris and Andrew. Love the podcast. You guys are awesome. Thank you so much. Uh, I would like to ask, you may, what are your reactions when you guys realize you're really bonded with anime? Uh, like, do you cry, cheer for character or other emotions? Um, Chris makes like snorting noises whenever <laughs> he gets crying. So that's how I know a show is well, like really emotional. I, 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 I'm trying to control my... <laughs> <laughs> something like that and I'm like I don't know if he's sneezing or crying I don't I'm know. trying to control the laughing thing <laughs> I'm just gonna laugh yeah I got, I got you he's done the laughing thing so there you go he just replaced the laughing thing with the I think he's sneezing <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm trying to keep myself from doing things okay I'm very internal about my reactions to stuff and I, I, I that's partly why I guess I get thrown off whenever Chris did that kind of stuff and I knew what he was doing um, is I'm always kind of like, like if you hear me talking about like I watched this show and I got to this one point where I, I was literally at the edge of my seat wanting to know what's the next thing or this character was going through this thing and I literally was cheering them on. That's how much I was excited. That's all internal. Like I, I'm internally, my inner self is going, yeah, do it girl or something like that. I've never like, you know, jump up and go, oh my gosh, this is great. This is great. This is great. It's great. It's great. So I'm very internal about my emotion. Now, granted, yeah, if it's very, uh, the, the, un, you know, cheering side and, and edge of my seat, the suspense side is very easy to internalize. Whereas, yeah, technically if something very sad's happening on the screen, the eyes aren't going to be stopped. <laughs> that doesn't internalize. So that, that side is a little bit more different with that. So, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah anime off the top of my head that I did that. Uh, we just watched Arya and that one is at the top of my head right now. Oh, do you ask what a show? Yeah. yeah it, it just, I was just given uh, an example of one. I, I, got I got you. I got you. Uh, next question. Which anime made you realize, damn, I like anime and why? Uh, what was your reaction or what was your reaction watching the show at the time? Um, now, is this a – see, like I'm I'm thinking – huh? Like the first? I was thinking of just a, a moment like that. I was I was thinking of um, My Hero Academia, the, the red guy versus that um, – with the, the, the big old bubble guy. Sure. And they were fighting the spiky guy. Sure. Just last season. Mm-hmm. And gum, I, gum was it in gum 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 or something like that that i thought that was just an absolutely phenomenal uh episode and and i was like 
I was so at the edge of my seat and I I literally after that that fight I looked over at Andrew and I said Daggummit, if this show does not over and over and over again just catch that hype moment and they do it phenomenally and and that was one of those moments where I went heck yeah I love anime because it's just it captures those moments so well like like I was talking about with Arya just grabbing those 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 tears and yanking them out your eyes even though they're they're bittersweet moments in in, in a lot of ways it, I really sad moments like like I talked about or we've talked about over and over again with Grave of Fireflies or something like that where they just capture those those human moments just phenomenally that's what anime is if you're asking like more like when was that moment where you're like damn I like anime I don't know it would probably be I don't know maybe like Tenshi Moyo Tenshi Moyo in Love the movie uh, it may have been that was Akira. An moment. It was probably Akira. I, I would probably say that would be the, the the pinnacle point where I was like, "Holy crap! This is like better than anything in America." Because <laughs> I, I was floored by it at the time when I when I first watched that. Um, I would yeah, say my or probably Evangelion as well, but that was more later. I think. I would probably go to uh, not Battle Angel, but. Um... Armitage, Armitage the third. I absolutely love that show, and when, but at the same time, it's like, is that because I I did like Tenchi. I love Tenchi. I I that was absolutely a gateway for me. But I could go back to Record of Lotus. Lotus is was probably a, another one of my favorites easily. Yeah, um, but no, I I guess if you can. Of course, we technically didn't really do anything prior to that. But if you looked at our my best list of the decade podcast, I would probably say that most likely every single one of those shows that I listed was a show where I went, "Damn, I love anime." I, I would, I would, I would probably can guarantee you at least seventy five percent of those shows that I listed were all shows that at some point when I was watching that show, I went, "Damn, I love anime." Uh, Shogun Rakugo, uh, Raku Shinju was a recent one. Um, even goofy shows like Castle Tan Dandelion. And I did technically love Sailor Moon enough to car- name a, name my son after a character. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's um, it happens a lot. It happens a lot. I would just say. Uh, next one from Zeke says: When you are starting a new anime, what are you expecting the show to give like to? Show to give like to make laugh or cry or psych before you start reviewing, or do you watch anime now to review it or both? Well, we tend to watch shows all over the place. So if I choose a show at random, I will tend to go after something that is going to be lighthearted. Um, I tend not to go towards anything heavy lately. But at 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 one point, it, it's just whatever. So if you're asking what we did before watching anime, what types of show we went for, I'm guessing. Um, I, I was more looking back in those days just for shows. That, 
like in my early days, I was looking just for anything. Of course, that's like the early days where you you didn't really have an option. It's like there's an enemy on the shelf, grab it. <laughs> it's not like these days where you have a literally a Crunchyroll has a thousand, hundred upon thousands of of shows you can watch on it. Each season's bringing you know thirty to fifty more every single season. Uh, you had very little options, and I just pretty much grabbed anything and everything I could watch at those times. Uh, mid mid anime life expectancy, I was really kind of shooting for things that were more going for more serious stories, more mind bending stories. I love psychological horror stuff that really messed with you. Um, but yeah, technically these days we're yeah we're we're gonna drop a show if we're not enjoying it, but we're technically watching a lot of these shows just to review it and and give you guys content and let you guys know what's what's going on with these shows. So. But yeah, I, I technically can go for anything at this point. It just it has to be an engaging story. I'll go for a Yuri show if it's like blooming to you and it really does grab me. Might not like all Yuri shows because typically I don't technically like Yuri shows because they always kind of go over that same formula. Same for Yaoi. Enjoyed Yuri on Ice. Most Yaoi shows I don't really enjoy because they're not as engaging. Um, love psychological thriller stories and yeah, not all of them are great. <laughs> um. So yeah, it just really depends on what they do with them, and we're usually kind of open open for everything. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, says, "Well, sorry for making you guys a collective entity. That's fine. We're, we're fine with both answering. I think typically, whenever you do have questions that are aimed for one or the other, we'll, we'll let the other person answer. So thanks, Zeke. All right, um, <laughs> it's time, Chris. We have a little bit of time to, I guess, start." Just start chipping away at this colossal <laughs> question from uh, Hachimaki. So, uh, yeah, thanks, Hachimaki, for the insanely long, uh, vast amount of questions you gave us. I actually took some time to kind of break it down in our outline. That way, I, you know, as we go along, we can probably uh, whittle it down. So hopefully you're patient with us as we as we go through it, as uh, it's a lot. So... Uh, Hachimaki says, Hi, Chris and Andrew. Well, after three years of reflection since my last questions, I managed to collect ideas for a long questions for my senpai Tachi. Uh, openings and endings, spoilers, questions. Back in the day, I used to only skip openings and endings after a few episodes when I did not like them. Uh, now, I also skip them, mostly the openings, for the first few episodes of the season of most anime. The reason is to avoid any spoilers uh, the opening and ending might contain. I sometimes even put my hand in front uh, in front of my eyes to listen to the music and peer only at the border of the screen. Uh, am I weird? No, you're not, actually. Uh, do you guys also try to avoid spoilers in opening and endings? Even in the recent Sword Online season, I, it felt great to have waited mid-season to watch the opening and to find out that I would have been spoiled on combat scenes of previous episodes. No, you're not weird at all because that technically is a huge problem with anime. And I and I do kind of appreciate that a lot of shows technically don't have openings in them for at least one or two episodes. Um, sometimes we, whenever we're doing the music podcast episode, we're technically waiting three episodes in because, yeah, one, not all shows launch the same week. But also, too, because a lot of these shows, 
don't have openings for several episodes. I mean, technically, um, seeing yesterday for me, got their opening in the seventh episode, apparently. So, um, and there, they do have a lot of spoilers. And I, I joke about it constantly whenever we're watching Fairy Tale. I'm like, well, there's a spoiler. There's a, I, I think one time, uh, for a few times for the openings for Fairy Tale, I actually asked Chris, so how many spoilers were in that intro? Because I counted, I, 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 I said, I assume I counted four. <laughs> And he's like, there were like six if you knew what they were. So it is technically well, a I, there problem. Was, there was one one particular section of the the series that I wouldn't allow you to watch the the um, the op if I remember right. Yeah, no, I, I do remember the because um, there was one particular the, character that I did not want you to know was alive. That would. Uh, oh yeah, I remember something about that. I don't remember us skipping it, but I do remember that. Being a thing, but no, like the when they did the whole princess opening the the gate to the the other timeline thing, it, the, the the show like I, if I remember correctly, that arc opened up with showing Natsu with a bunch of dragons. It was like, what the hell is happening? It's like, oh yeah, that hasn't happened yet. It's, it's like, why why are we showing this? Uh, so it's it's a very huge problem with anime, and it's like I that's why. I, I stopped in the middle there and said, no, you're not weird because I technically, I, I, I hit myself every single time I, we sit through the openings and it does that, that does happen. And you think by this point we would stop doing that. I think it's probably partially due to the fact that we're going to eventually watch them anyway, so that we can do the music episode. Um, but I, I would, I would suggest to most people to take that option of not watching it for at least three or so episodes um, but there's some cases where that stuff's going to have characters in it that they they won't have come in the show until like way later. I remember, uh, was it last season? There was a show that there had was a... one show that didn't have the character until like the last yeah. episode or something like that. Every, I, was I was like, like this is stupid. I didn't think they were going to have that character in the show, but apparently they finally had it in like the later episode. So it literally most of the time it's going to roll the entire cast, and so you're you're going to know who's all going to be involved in the story. So. Yeah, it's. I would suggest to people, we're kind of a odd case, but I would kind of like to be able to enforce that at some point. Hachimaki also says you recommended to watch uh, Gakurashi, which is School Live, blind. Now I start to uh, now I try to start most anime blind a few years ago, uh, a few years after you've reviewed it. Sometimes I completely forget that what the anime was about, and I'm surprised. <laughs> I, uh, what was it? Um, yeah, there's a what something that I do hate is, of course, you scrolling through Twitter and you run into a spoiler, and there's always that desire that eventually, when you finally do watch it, <laughs> you won't have to worry about remembering that spoiler, and then most of the time it'll kind of hit me as I'm starting the show and I'm like, Oh yeah, crap. I forgot. I got that spoiler for me. So I'll, I'll I'm waiting for that character to have something bad happen to them or something like that. But, um, that's why we usually typically, whenever we do experience that blind walk in and things just completely blowing our mind, we try to push people. Look, you really need to watch this episode before you even listen to our review of it, just because we don't want to lead you to believe anything, uh, going into it. Like I said, Yuki Yuna is a hero is a, prime example that we went into it blind and just got you know that whole trip aspect happening in the first episode so yeah 
Next, he says, do you collect and keep listening to all the openings and ending songs of every anime you've watched or only your favorite ones? I've only deleted the ones I really like or I really didn't like. I still listen to most of them once or twice a year in a playlist with all my other music. I'm always baffled by how many I, uh, with how a song can slowly grow on you over a course of a season. Then you get the full version of the song and find out it was even better. Have you seen that over the past year, more, more and more Japanese artists put their singles on iTunes? Yeah, I do. Uh, and most of them, most of the time, it can be found using keywords in Romanji, and you don't even need to copy and paste the name in kanji. Yeah, that's another. I don't know if I mentioned that before in the podcast. It's a good point, is you can use the Romanji and the uh, katakana kanji into iTunes, and sometimes that's the only way you can find them. You also sometimes fall in love with. I guess we can finish these first questions. A big paragraph. Um, do you collect and listen to all openings and ending songs for every anime season you've watched, or only your favorite ones? I technically keep all the openings and endings, the one thir- the one minute and 30 second count clips that we use in the uh, music episodes. I keep all those for future use for discussionals. If we talk about a show that we watched in the past, I can just throw a intro or outro on there. The full songs, um, only the ones I really like. I, I, I've, I've actually been doing a lot of buying them just to support them. Um, if I'm, if I, because I'll do a music episode, set up the podcast, get the list. Um, at, record the one minute and 30 second intro or outro from the show itself. Um, that way I don't have to worry about, you know, splicing the song to not use the entire song. I don't want to use the entire song. I want people to go buy them. And then I'll go search them for them on, on iTunes so that I can let people know you can find them on iTunes. And most of the time I'll buy them. Like right when I see them on iTunes, sometimes they're only on Apple music and you just, I just add them to my list. That way I will listen to it. But I don't think Chris Spilen, I think you do a lot of radio streaming or, or music streaming apps when you listen to anime music, right? I Pandora and stuff. Pandora occasionally, but I tend to, uh, I was listening to our, our podcast for a long time or our music podcast for a long time, but I did kind of slow down on that. But if I was to do it, it'd probably just be, uh, just building up a big, a long list of the ones that I like and eventually... But yeah, I guess Pandora is probably more my my style, but they don't have a lot of them on Pandora, which is one of the more frustrating aspects. iTunes is getting a lot of them. And it's been, like I said, I want to support just because of that, because it seems like they're getting a lot of the the songs on there. It is frustrating because sometimes they'll put the TV length one on there. That frustrates the hell out of me when I... It's like a song that I like really love, and I'm like, it's on iTunes, and I realize it says one minute and thirty seconds next to it. I'm like, you put the anime version on there? Why? I can just watch the show and get that one. Uh, that's really annoying whenever I see that. But yeah, yeah. Um, but you yeah, know, that's that was the point that I made with things like um, the ED for the recent um, Sword Online. I was like, there's there's so many of them that. Recently on the music episodes, I I point out like I really love this song and I cannot wait to hear the full length one because it feels like it's getting to that point where it's going to crescendo or whatever and you're going to get into that that better part of it and I just cannot wait to hear the full length one just get it. and it sucks whenever they're not on iTunes or they're not on Spotify they're not available somewhere that I can actually li- listen to the full length version of it because um, I just feel like they're going to be epic in the end of it so. 
Do you also fall, uh, sometimes fall in love with a song all over again years later? Um, I have special keys and my keyboard uh, dedicated to give stars rankings to music tracks as I listen to them on Winamp. After 9 to 12 months, when I listen to the whole collection, a huge playlist with French, Japanese, Dutch, uh, German, and OST music from all sorts of media, I can go back and copy the favorite ones in a best of folder to listen to them more frequently. I really need to get back to organizing my music because I, I really have no reason to my music. I try to get them all into iTunes and any that are not on iTunes store uh, to you know, you know, kind of upload to my phone. But I, I have no organization skills whatsoever to it. So mainly lately, it's just really just listening to the recently added. I can I can attest to this because I I used to have Andrew's playlist or Andrew's uh, collection on my phone and I got gobs and gobs and gobs of the um, Swano 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 and Hiroyuki music for years. If I see Swano on iTunes, I'm adding it. Like it's, it's getting hot. <laughs> I even buy the ones where it's just basically recompilation of the same stuff and just get that one extra song. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I I like Swano, but I don't like Swano as much as Andrew does, and so I end up having to delete him from my from the phone over and over and over again because for some odd reason iTunes doesn't think you mean it when you say I don't want this on the phone. <laughs> but no, I I still to this day every time I hear like the opening to um, Utuaramono, every time I hear that opening, I I just I immediately like envision. You know, um, the whole intro. White cats. Like, like White cats running across the field. Visibly. That's what I automatically <laughs> But, yeah, that one, I, I still get it. it. And I think, like, right now, I cannot get the Aria music out of my head. It's just, like, implanted in my head. And I'm, I'm doing things all day. I'm cleaning and stuff. And I'm, I have the Aria music in my head. So I'm sure that's going to be. Of course, I, I knew, I've listened to Aria's music for the longest time on several uh, anime radio uh, streaming sites, and so I, I've 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 known them for a long time. It's just I, now I have like an actual story attached to it that I've watched all the way through. So it's probably going to be something I will always think back to every time I hear that music. So yeah, there's 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 tons of them that I would. I mean, every time I listen to, every time I hear Tenchi Muyo, <laughs> stuff like that, just brings back memories of all that stuff. So. Yeah, yeah. But no, I, I don't have as much dedication to music as I used to. But yeah, I used to have like Winamp and and I used to rank a lot of my stuff and keep them based off of rank just so I can know which songs are my favorite. I used to have different um, playlists for not just like, you know, J-pop and J-rock, but like specifically J-pop with, you know, this particular artist or my favorite J-pops and my not so favorite J-pops, stuff like that. But I don't, I'm I'm bad at organizing them now. I don't have the I don't have the willpower or time at this time to really invest into it. So yeah, yeah. Well, one of my favorite anime songs is is from a show that I didn't I've never actually technically watched, and that's Selena Tay. It's a freaking epic song. I love it. Still love it to this day. It's so funny. There's there's even songs that are like so great. But I never, I didn't actually enjoy the show itself, but I still listen to the music because I love it so much. Um, like uh, Sunday Without God. I mean, I still love that music that was for that show. You know, Brave Shine still gives me 
desire to go back and watch Unlimited Blade works. Just so much good music out there. Um, and I love that they, they give that much care. I mean, I, technically, we talk about it every now and then. You know, some seasons, there's not that many. A lot of shows that have, like, the very generic type music for the intros or outros. Um, but there's so many of them that just... It, it's It's crazy how much effort they put in their music because... Again, we mentioned the techni- technically a lot of anime is just advertisements, so they're just taking these singles that are you know fantastically put together and they're putting on there so they can sell these albums, and they're really good songs. So it's not like they 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 want to throw a generic song on there; they're wanting to sell albums. So unless it's a character, a character album, they just want to sell the voice actors singing a goofy song. It makes perfect sense, but. They're mostly going for really good stuff, so. And I'm glad they're more readily available over here, even especially when, you know, sometimes he'll, yeah, it, like it bothers me. I've mentioned before, so I want to hear Yuki. Sometimes he'll, he'll have his music attached to his show, and they'll specifically say it'll be available on this date, and it's like literally the end of the season. Like they wait until you watch the entire show, until they'll finally let you buy the song. <laughs> um, but most of them, like lately. Like I'm making my my music list, and sometimes it's it's a good quarter of the songs that we do for the music episode is on iTunes, and that's something that was unheard of like five or so years ago. Um, it would take like several years before you would see it over here. So it's good stuff. It's good stuff. And I guess we'll we'll um, and let's see let's see here. Make sure it's a good cutoff point. Yeah, we'll we'll cut off from there. We'll we'll. We'll come back to it. Um, thanks again, Hachimaki. I, I know I joke about it, but we actually do really lo- love the the effort you put into your post. Uh, I hope that we can give it all the proper answering that uh, you deserve for that many questions. So, yeah, thanks again, and uh, again, thanks to um, the dark web, bacon chips, <laughs> Zeke, and Callum. Um, I was actually really excited. I was going to look for new webs or more uh, more questions. And I noticed that uh, Homebound 11 chimed in. And Sierra. Me... Sierra is having a baby. Yeah, Sierra. That's great. I, I was super excited about that. Congratulations. So I was, um, yeah, it was funny because Homebound said, like, I don't know if you remember, but I was the one that did the flow infograph. Yeah. Like, yeah <laughs> we remember you. <laughs> we know it was like are. one of the coolest things. And, I mean, I, I, I mean, I can't claim that I know every single person that posts and asks us questions and is a part of the community, but. Um, a lot of you guys mean a lot to us, even if we're not always there to, uh, converse on the forums or Twitter, don't respond quickly. Um, you guys mean a lot to us. So it's good to know that you're doing well. I know that we have this couple of members that constantly kind of touch base with every now and then and say, Hey, we're, we're still alive. Like our, our earliest members. And it's like, thanks for just letting us know that you're, you know, still kicking. I mean, I don't mind that you can't listen to us or you're busy or something like that, but it's good to know that you guys are doing well, especially these days. So. Uh, definitely keep safe out there. And we appreciate you guys listening to us. We hope you guys enjoyed this podcast episode. We've talked about the news that seemed important to us because it seemed like it would be important to you because it's important to us because it's important to you. And um, thanks again to everybody for the questions. Uki Sog, um, Callum, Bacon Chips from the Dark Web, Zeke, and Hachimaki. So, yep. Hope you guys enjoy. As always, stay safe. Have fun. Stay chippery. Know that you are special. And we hope you guys enjoyed, and y'all take care. Oos!